0: My friends,
1: tonight, we unveil my most diabolical creation.
2: CITR 101.9 FM. Ten times more addictive than marijuana.
3: To human misery. (laughs) Uh
1: Nice to see you. a salmon puff. All right. (laughs) This is Sir Reginald Wainsmere, composer of the film Too Many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7th on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
4: The original version of that song appeared on a 2000 album, Kid A. But that remix came out in 2009 from a producer in Minnesota. That was Radiohead with everything in its right place as remixed by Giga Mesh. And Kid A was the follow-up to the Oxford Act's 1997 album, OK Computer. And at the time, Kid A was highly anticipated... Lead singer Tom York wrote the Loopy song in the 10-4 time signature after getting a new piano. And it helped pave the way for a bit more of an experimental side to the rock act. And it breaked a log jam of frustration that the band had. And the song topic actually was dealing with Tom York's exhaustion at that point. Apparently inspired by an emotionally draining gig in Birmingham, England. Now, at the time, no singles were ever released for any of the songs off of Kid A, and it became a massive album in its own regards, but more of an obtuse way from people expecting more guitars. However, York has gone on record as stating he wished he released everything as a single, and regretted not doing so. The song has appeared in films such as Vanilla Sky and Veronica Decides to Die, and it's been remixed into a club version. It's been covered by acapella groups and jazz musicians, and it actually inspired composer Steve Reich, to make an entire album of Radiohead rewrites. Radiohead are rumored to have a new album due out later this year, the first since 2012's *The King of Limbs*. However, since then, York drummer Phil Selway and guitarist Johnny Greenwood have each released their own solo work. Greenwood's latest being his latest collaboration with Paul Thomas Anderson, and that's for the film adaptation of Thomas Pynchon's novel *Inherent Vice*. Something I'll be profiling soon, but not for several weeks because we do. Have some awards business to look at. Otherwise, in the background here, this is a new song by Montreal's CFCF, off of the second compilation by Ghostly International for Adult Swim, and it's known as Ghostly Swim 2. This is oil. So, good evening, and happy new year. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on UBC's Cosmic Community Radio Station, CITR, the voice of UBC here on 11.9 FM in Vancouver. We broadcast at 590 watts here from UBC campus, the lower mainland of British Columbia, here in Canada. Elsewhere, you can find us on the web at www.citr.ca. My name is Gak, and I'll be your black hole for the next couple of hours. Phone number for the station for those of you listening live is 604 822 2487. Do keep it short and sweet and to the point since we are mixing everything live here. Apparently, I have to let someone back into the station here, too. You can also email me anytime about the show, ideally, but anything else tied to films and movies and music and things I should be aware of, that address is radiofreegack at gmail.com So Oscar season is now upon us, and this past Thursday, early in the Pacific hours, the nominees for the 87th Annual Academy Awards were announced, and as we do every year, I'll spend the next few weeks profiling the best original scores, and uh, best songs that are up for award on Sunday, February 22nd, Neil Patrick Harris does his magic. And if you haven't heard or seen who the nominees are already, for score they are Gary Yershawn for the biopic Mr. Turner, as directed by Mike Lee, and it's up for four Oscars in total. Alexander Splat for two films. The Imitation Game, starring Benedict Cumberbatch, which is up for eight. And then The Grand Budapest Hotel, directed by Wes Anderson, nominated in nine categories. Then you have Hans Zimmer for Christopher Nolan's Interstellar, itself up in five categories. And then this week's Profile, which is going to be our first here in the Oscar season. Johan Johansson's Golden Globe-winning score to another British biopic. Since uh, there seemed to be a lot that are up for scores, and that's the theory of everything about the life of one of the more intimate, eminent, eminent—not eminent—he's imminent but eminent scientists in recent history, and that's the astrophysicist Stephen Hawking. And the theory of everything is up for five Oscars in total, which we'll get into more detail once we approach eight thirty. Or if you're listening to the podcast, for those of you listening in the future it will be 90 minutes or so from now. Otherwise, we will also look at the five nominated scores, which I'll spread out once per week. And last year, there was some drama involving one of the songs getting yanked due to improper guild voting or uh, pitching. Hopefully that doesn't happen again this year. This week, in honor of Martin Luther King Jr. Day, we'll listen to an obvious candidate from the recent film, Selma. And this song also won Golden Globe for Best Original Song last week. And over the coming weeks, we'll listen to stuff from the Glenn Campbell documentary, I'll Be Me, the film's Grateful, Lost Stars, and The Lego Movie. And this time around, I'll include one song a week that wasn't even nominated or even eligible, but I found worthy attention. So from next week or so, it's going to be some odd film talk, and we'll figure things out as we go along. I still have time here, but I might have to fade this out. Anyways, this episode will be primarily electronic, but we'll take care of a few notes of business, like who's playing in town this week, and we'll start off with the return of Death From Above 1979, and ten years ago, the act released their one only album at the time, 2004's You're in Woman, I'm a From Sheen, highlighting their sludgy, precise noise punk sound that captivated listeners. And uh, after all the touring and support of that album, uh, the duo broke up due to exhaustion. Jesse F. Keeler went on to become hard, half of the hard-hitting electronic dance act Mastercraft, whilst uh, Sebastian Granger tackled different genres solo, either electronically as the rhythm method, or indie rock with acts such as the mountains and in 2011 they reunited for several live shows and they started recording again and before 2014 ended they released the second album the physical world and they're on the road they play tomorrow january 20th in victoria for a sold-out show at the sugar nightclub then they come to town vancouver wednesday january 21st for a show at the vogue theater with mets and ps i love you and that's an all-ages show doors at seven tickets are about 40 bucks to start off with and there's still tickets for that show because their t- Thursday, January 22nd show at the Commodore Ballroom with the same openers is sold out. But also that night, Thursday, January 22nd, from 7 to 10 p.m. at the Rickshaw Theater, there'll be a screening of a documentary about them called Life After Death from Above, 1979. We have a brief introduction by the Dand or by the band. They're not a Dand, they're a band. Uh, before they obviously hit the stage of the Commodore, and there's a QA with the director, Evan Michon, and that's at the Rickshaw. 19 and older, tickets start at $6.50. And from that new album, The Physical World, this is Death From Above, 1979, with Cheap Talk here on Exploding Head Movies, where the talk is fast, furious, and probably not that cheap in the end. Ha!
2: Magazine has been supporting local music for over 30 years, thanks to the long-term support of the Rickshaw Theater. Discorder lives.
0: One, two, four, two, friend, it, the
2: Your favorite bands are playing at the Rickshaw Theater. Check out their calendar just behind the cover of Discorder Magazine, or at RickshawTheater.com.
4: Start with Death from Above 1979 and Cheap Talk off their comeback album *The Physical World*, as mentioned earlier. The Toronto band plays two shows this week, and they'll also intro a recent documentary about them at the Rickshaw Theater. Then also from Toronto, we heard Hooded Fang with "Bye Bye Land" off their 2013 album *Graves* with the Z, and uh, they'll be playing an early show this Saturday, January 24th, at Biltmore Cabaret, joined by a couple local acts before Glory Days kicks in. We Vancouver's own Reef Shark. Abbotsford Quintet Malk Doors open at 8 Tickets are $10 starting And Hood Fang also playing Olympia Washington this Wednesday If you want to make the trek down to K Records County They'll see at Seattle on Thursday, January 22nd Friday, January 23rd Victoria, they'll be at the Logan's Pub And these are all part of a makeshift tour plan After losing their opening slot In front of Johnny Marr Who had to cancel all his shows due to a family emergency Now as for one of the openers Malk are also Shindig semi-finalists, and they'll be performing tomorrow against Milk and Poles at the Hindenburg, which is Shindig's new home at 23 West Cordova. Malk versus Milk. Mm. And if you want, uh, the guest DJ for the night is Dave from Japandroids, so expect a fine little barn burner between sets there. As always, jokes for beer. There's some actually draft prices as well, too. If you go there early, they have a happy hour beforehand, too. Free pool tables, so $6 at the doors. They open at 8, shows at 9.30, and uh, I'll be there, judging, holding court, and most importantly, heckling host Ben Lai, when he visited Exploding Headquarters last week, pushing our Seven Samurai profile a bit, and you can catch everything on the podcast, www.citr.ca. And uh, yeah, Shindig keeps going on for a couple more weeks before the finals, on Friday, February 6th. And this is a uh, George Teperino behind me. Electrosonics, number four. All the drums. Otherwise, it is known as drums. Anyways, uh, checking past playlists here on Exploding in Movies. I have not played any of the new Leonard Cohen, so it's time to address that. And that's Canada's foremost songwriter, now 80 years old, and he released his 13th studio album, Popular Problems, late last year. And Cohen's been on a kick the past few years after his time in a monastery and then being built by his former manager, so he's kind of hustling again, which... Normally you don't want to see our elders and betters do, but same time too, getting some new material from him. He also recently released a live triple CD, including a DVD and or Blu-ray, based on some recent performances in Dublin, Ireland. still have to see the man live myself, but anytime he visits here, tickets are expensive and they fly out the door as we all run out of time. Anyways, from Popular Problems, this is Mr. Leonard Cohen with a Samson in New Orleans.
3: The killer get everyone in town. Stand me stand by, by those the pillars. pillars. Let, let me take, take this, this temple down. Temple down. The king so kind and solemn. He wears a bloody crown. So stand let me stand by, by that the column. column. Let, let me take, take the this temple down
1: Do you need someone to talk to? If you are seeking a listener who is non-judgmental, confidential, and familiar with resources, then a Speakeasy volunteer might be able to help you. AMS Speakeasy is a peer support service located in the north concourse of the sub. If you would like to speak to someone, come to the desk and tell a volunteer, or ring the doorbell located behind the desk.
4: Featuring Montreal's Helena Durand on vocals there. That was Dragos, the lead track to his Together Blue EP, known as 5AM Waltz. Dragos is Dragos Chiriak, an artist I've played before recently. Along with his music performance work, he's also a doctorate student in music production at Laval University. Well I still have a reference to Northwest Territories for him right now, which doesn't make a lot much sense to me. Uh, this is before Dragos, we heard Leonard Cohen with Samson in New Orleans of his latest studio album, Popular Problems. And one thing if you can find, there's a promo going out right now for the next season of a star series called Dark Sails. The Pirates. It was Nick Cave does a great Leonard Cohen cover, very austere, going back to the 70s songs avalanche still wanting to find a complete version of all that to share with you as we have Tycho in the background here off of last year's awake this is apogee and we're gonna hop over to halifax next and vogue dots the duo of tyne dunfield and babette hayward and they've been releasing a handful of eps and last year all of them are available on bandcamp and they're worth a listen as they've been touted recently as one of the underrated acts in canada their latest EP is Mauka and that came out in October. And from that EP, those will be Vogue Dots with Way Out, here on Exploding Hit Movies, CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver.
0: Stuff, dark stuff, and whatever is banging around in the mind of Matthew this week. Wednesday nights, 1 to 4 a.m.
4: Short little track there from a local up-and-comer, that was Unji, U-N-J-E-E, with Crooked Fantasies. That was a track that was uploaded onto her SoundCloud last year. And Unjee is the alias of a 20-something East Van person named Angela, and she's been uploading effectively a song a month for the past year or so, including a pretty kick-ass King Cruel cover. Vancouver's non-rock scene has been pretty strong for some time, but those players don't get the same level of recognition at times. Along with the usual acts you see playing live. But I try to help when I discover a new act. But the constraint of two hours can be beat tough, hence in this case a song under two minutes. And the Oscar profiles aren't gonna help much, but you know, I do what I can. And I do okay, I think. Oh. It's not a humble brag. There's <laughs> <laughs> behind me we've got some classic boards of Canada here. This originally appeared on their nineteen ninety six album Bach Maxima. It also appeared on their first EP on the scam label high scores, this track is everything you do is a balloon. Now originally this show was going to have more songs with everything in their title, but I scuttled that once my selections proved to be all over the map because once I decided to go with relatively moody electronic stuff for most of the rest of the show, I opted to streamline what I was doing, especially since the past few weeks number 7 has been popping up. At a certain point a radio program shouldn't be a word game through iTunes or any other resource for that matter. So... We're gonna proceed with some new Simeon Mobile Disco. For the record, this is still Boards & Can in the background here. Um, Simeon Mobile Disco features the old rhythm section from the English band, Simeon. And uh, the duo often freelanced as their own touring DJ setup, hence their mobile disco name. But eventually, they became uh, far more successful and a longer running act on their own. The duo is James Ford and jazz shaw and recently actually last april they performed an intimate show in pioneer town california in the joshua tree national park and they only used one synthesizer and one sequencer and at that point they recorded what they had they brought it back to their studio and they polished it up and uh, eventually it became their debut on the mighty label anti released in september the album's called quarrel w-h-o-r-l similar to some of the patterns you look at your fingertip where you're basically dealing with looping curves and whatnot. And if you compare the track we're about to hear, which is pretty indicative of what we hear from Worrell, I'm uh, sure I should make the WH a little bit more breathy.
3: Worl.
4: Uh The hyperantics of their past work has uh, slowed down to something sumptuous. So from Warhol, this is Simeon Mobile Disco with not Stonehenge, but Ironhenge exploding head movies CITR Vancouver
2: Science Week 2015 is a week long celebration aimed at solidifying and fostering a sense of community and faculty pride. Free events will take place from January 19th to 23rd, providing students an opportunity to connect. Find more information on Facebook by searching for Science Week 2015.
0: (laughs)
4: Performing in town this Friday That was Andy Stott With the violence of his latest album Last year's Faith in Strangers And Stott has been on a tear Ever since his techno became Dubbier and darker Especially with the occasional whispered voice Of his former piano teacher Allison Skidmore Whom he samples So along with his 2012 album Luxury problems Stott recently collaborated with Miles Whitaker For the project Millie and Andrea But Stott will be Kind of on his own playing the Fox Theater this Friday, January 23rd. Although he'll be joined by Bristol DJ Cowton, local bass producer Michael Red of the Light of Sound crew, Nancy Drew, the house alias of the Square Root of Evil, Snail Rider and Sula Sound Spectacular of the former Bonsai party team, and the Max Eulis of Sabota here in town. Tickets are $20. Doors open at 9 p.m. The show goes to 2 a.m. Saturday morning. Wish I was in town for that, but I am up in Whistler at that time, so do have some fun on my behalf. You can act as my techno proxies. know the background here, this is Izzo, or Izzo, I-S-Z-O. This track is Artifice. This was found recently on the Brooklyn Producers SoundCloud. We're going to go to London, Ontario with Jordan Pearson. He's an artist I've definitely dabbled or played in repeatedly, but with previous aliases including Halcyon, New Zebra Kid, Friends Forever, and Political Seance. This time around, uh, Pearson, I think he took his name from a character from Ghost in the Shell. And it kind of has a combination of R&B with 1980s, Japanese-ambient, new-age, modern, classical-inspired stuff. And Motoko released his first EP, Inner Life, right before Christmas. And it definitely sounds like a Blade Runner or an old-school JVC Lost Future in that regards. So from the Inner Life EP, this is Motoko with Light Is Body.
5: The Jocelyn Pettifand, and you're listening to CITR 101.9 FM Vancouver.
3: Uh, <clears throat> Alabama. Okay. Mm-hmm.
4: Alright. Alright. Hey y'all. Be sure to catch Exploding Head Movies Mondays at 7 at CITR. <laughs> and I was gonna do the FM, but alright. Take two. <laughs> alright. Hey y'all. Make sure to catch. <laughs> alright, I gotta make it convincing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> y'all. What y'all doing tonight? <laughs> <laughs>
4: From Calgary, we just heard Valiska with Jericho Tides off the 2013 album Shifts. Valiska is the moniker of Grzysztof Sujata. That's a sort of mango, I think, a little bit Polish there. Sujata, perhaps. There's a J in there. Anyways, uh, Sujata is an experimental musician, along with being the host of the show Processed on our friend's station CJSW at the University of Calgary, 90.9 FM. And Sajjada is an active enthusiast of electronic drone music. And as part of CJSW's 30th anniversary celebration, the website Weird Canada did a profile on the station and it brought Velisca's music to attention. And just a few days ago, a previously thought lost track by Velisca was found on an old tape of his, and he uploaded it. And based on the description on SoundCloud, it will be set for inclusion on a forthcoming new album. And its most recent release was last year's La Tourette. It apparently has... A collaboration also with an act called Zen Jungle. And the write-up for it has some of the craziest copy I've read in a long time. So Velisca. fun recent discovery here on Exploding Head Movies. And expect more in the coming weeks. You're listening to CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. My name is Gak and behind me, this is Niles Fromm. Of his 2013 live album Spaces, this is Hammers. Hopefully you caught him in town when he played the Imperial in November. And I hope to actually play a long track by him in the future, but it'll likely have to wait after the Oscars. Now let's just do a quick award count, because this is what some people count for nominations and things like that go. So up for nine Oscars are Birdman. And unfortunately, the score to that by a drummer, Antonio Sanchez, was deemed ineligible for some arcane reason. So at some point, I hope to profile that. Also up for nine Oscars is the Grand Budapest Hotel. Soundtrack I definitely have profiled before But I'm going to do a bit of a uh, redux again in a couple weeks So we'll listen to some more Alexander Desplat Desplat also provided the score to the Imitation Game Which we'll get to in three weeks And the Imitation Game is up for eight Oscars Then uh, six is American Sniper and then Boyhood And then for five we have Foxcatcher, Interstellar, Whiplash Which I still have to see Uh, Interstellar, which we'll look at next week and then what we'll propose soon, The Theory of Everything. And then up for four is Mr. Turner, the last of the scores we'll look at. And the reason I give that countdown is because we have to talk about Selma, which is only up for two, along with being one of the eight films up for Best Picture, which I think we may have rattled off there already with some of those. It's also up for Best Original Score, and it's done by Common and John Legend. And uh, there's been some talk about why only two, since... uh. Best Actor Possibility, David Oyelowo, who portrayed Martin Luther King Jr. He wasn't nominated, although he was up for a Golden Globe. And then director Ava DuVernay was passed up. And she would have been the first African-American female to be nominated. So there's talk of some backlash. Perhaps some things were properly filed. Maybe the screeners weren't sent in time. No time to applaud there. Um, There's also some talk about the inaccuracies dealing with Lyndon B. Johnson's... uh, involvement with it, and he was the American president at the time of the 1965 Selma to Montgomery voting rights marches, and there's some other weird diversity claims that seem to be really off. Um, Also appearing in Selma actually was common, although I'm not sure if he's marked with his real birth name, Lonnie Rashid Lynn Jr., but he portrays the uh, civil rights leader, James Bevel, and as per his Golden Globe winning speech, from the first day he was on set, he began to feel like this was bigger than a movie. And quoting his speech, as I got to know the people of the civil rights movement, I realized I am the hopeful black woman who was denied her right to vote. I am the caring white supporter killed on the front lines of freedom. I am the unarmed black kid who maybe needed a hand, but instead was given a bullet. I am the two fallen police officers murdered in the line of duty. And Selma had awakened his humanity. So the lyrics to Glory connect Selma's history from 50 years ago to some of the recent race protests, like in Ferguson, Missouri, to be the big highlight, obvious, Pointer right now. It's hard to believe after all this time uh, the story remains sadly the same as race and poverty are still issues. So, since today is Martin Luther King Jr. Day, it is more than appropriate to listen to this song featuring John Legend on piano. It won a Golden Globe and it is one of the five songs nominated for the Oscars as Best Original Song. After this, we'll actually listen to one of the songs that wasn't, and uh, we might sort of keep this trend up. Anyways, this is Common and John Legend from. The soundtrack to Selma. The song is glory.
0: One day, when the glory comes, it will be ours, it will be ours. Oh, one day, when the war is won, we will be sure. I faced it. I have Alzheimer's disease.
6: My diagnosis has let me get on with my life my way. The more we learned about my grandfather's dementia, the more we could face the future and make plans. My husband, Tom, and I spoke to our doctor right away.
3: I have Alzheimer's, but it doesn't have me.
0: I faced it. So can you. For more information about early diagnosis, visit alzheimer.ca.
4: That was one of the 79 songs that was included. I think they call it the shortlist. At the very least, it was a potential nominee for the Oscars, but it did not end up getting nominated. But it was nominated for a Golden Globe. That was Lana Del Rey with Big Eyes from the Tim Burton film of the same name last year. About well, the weird but true story of Margaret Keene, a 50s painter of wide eyed children in total kitschy portraits. Though her husband, Walter Keane, ended up taking credit for them. So, as you can imagine, listening to 79 songs can be a bit much, but that is actually what uh, the uh, Songwriters Guild does when it considers the Oscar nominations. All the tracks basically have title of the song and then the film from it's from, so that way they can't tell necessarily who wrote it. But based on that blind vote, and that passed a certain threshold... Certain songs are nominated. In the past, sometimes it's only been two songs, but this time there's a full list of five. And we heard one of the nominated songs before, Lana Del Rey, Common, and John Legend with Glory from the film Selma. So we're going to keep up the pace of doing one nominated song next week along with one of the Declectic songs. And that's how we'll do in the next four weeks here with our Oscar profiles. Man with the background here, going back to 1995 here. This is Howard Shore, from his score to the film 7, which was never officially released, except for a suite and a couple other cues. This is arresting John Doe. So at this point now, let's talk a little bit about Stephen Hawking, since he is one of the subjects of the film Theory of Everything. We'll get into the score shortly, but some context to at least understand Stephen Hawking. Uh, He is a theoretical physicist. He studied cosmology at the University of Cambridge, and uh, he was a cosmologist who loved black holes, so he embraced the theories of it, and he decided based on physics models they should be able to emit radiation, and they turned out to be named after him. In 1988, he became part of the uh, pop cultural references when he released a book called A Brief History of Time, and eventually became the subject of a 1992 Errol Morris documentary of the same name. At the time, it was supposed to be a simplified way of explaining space and physics, and everything in the cosmos that way, but in 2001, he made a simpler book called The Universal in a Nutshell, and then based on subsequent feedback in 2005, he released a book called A Briefer History of Time. His most recent book of 2010 is The Grand Design, talking how it's sort of against God creating the universe, as opposed to Sir Isaac Newton's beliefs such so in the 17th century. And, uh, yeah, the main thing that uh, Professor Hawking is looking for is a single unified theory, combining cosmology, the scope of large physics, with quantum mechanics, the tiniest there is. So we'll have a couple songs here that involve uh, Stephen Hawking. Uh, The first one by title, and this is from a London-England act called Allo Darlin', And it is spelt basically how I pronounce that. So off of the 2009 7-inch single, Henry Rollins' Don't Dance, this is Allo Darlin' with a dear Stephen Hawking
0: Bye.
2: down To the Hindenburg for CITR's Battle of the Bands, Shindig. Three bands play every Tuesday night. Come for cheap beer, free pool, a great stage, and one of Vancouver's best local music showcases. Tickets are $6 at the Hindenburg 20 Tuesday, Tuesday, Breaking news: The Shindig semi-finals have begun. Gone, 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 gone. gone. The Shindig Semifinals showcase some of the best new music that Vancouver has to offer. This week, Tuesday, January 20th, we have experimental jazz from Milk, garage rock from Malk, and sludgy hardcore from Poles. Cover is only $6 at the Hindenburg, 23 West Cordova. Doors are
4: at 8.
1: Please remember to watch your language.
4: Look, I can't speak without swearing, and I've only got my grade 10, and I haven't had a cigarette since I've been arrested, and I'm ready to f***ing snap. So I'd like to make a request under the People's Freedom of Choices and Voices Act that I'd be able to smoke and swear in your courtroom. Because if I can't smoke and swear, I'm f-ed.
2: The following programming may contain content that some listeners find offensive. If you are sensitive to foul language or explicit content, please turn your radio the f*** off now. One.
3: Two. One. Two. One. You Fight
1: No! I've been hearing that a bunch of punk bitches out there are claiming that they got the skills to go toe to toe with the Hawkman in the Quake arena. Ha ha ha! That's some funny shit. If you meet up with me on the Quake server, I'll shove my railgun so far off your ass it will knock out your teeth. Check it! The Mighty Steven Hawking is a fucking quake god Got my finger on the trigger and my eye on the quad oh, I know it's just a game, but I didn't come to play The Hawkman coming, and he's bringing Doomsday You say? Impressive. I already know it, I'm a hardcore player And I'm not afraid to show it Got a PhD in pain and a masters in disaster The Mighty Steven Hawking is a fucking quake master
0: Quake master!
1: Quake master! The Mighty Steven Hawking is a fucking quake master! Quake master! Of disaster! The Mighty Steven Hawking is a fucking quake master! We me meet on the server, and I say what's up, when we go at it punk, I'm gonna fuck you up. Got you in my sights and I'm gonna make you bleed. Get used to hearing this. You have lost the lead. Cause while you're camping, I'll be cold lamping and I'll kick it in, and your ass I'll be stamping. Got a PhD in pain and the master's in disaster. Mighty Stephen Hawking is a fucking great master. Quake master. Great master. Quake master. Mighty Stephen Hawking is a fucking great master. Great master. Of disaster. Mighty Stephen Hawking is a fucking great master. All right, now you know what time it is. I don't care if you're a newbie or a low ping bastard, you step to me in a quake arena and I'm going to tear you a new virtual asshole. Yo, it will sound something like this. Three
3: frags left.
1: Quake master. Quake master. A disaster. The mighty Stephen Hawking is a fucking Quake master. Quake master. Quake master. The mighty Stephen Hawking is a fucking Quake master. Quake master. A disaster. The mighty Stephen Hawking is a fucking Quake
0: master.
4: Some listener discretion was advised there. Of course, the backing track is a lot quieter than I recall. Ken Lawrence, nerdcore rapper, and he performs as M.C. Hawking, using one of the default robot package voices to emulate the eminent astrophysicist from 2000. That was him touting his mad first-player video game skills as the Quake Master. And that does not appear on his best of compilation from 2004, A Brief History of Rhyme, M.C. Hawking's greatest hits. But it definitely is floating on the internet, to the point that the real Stephen Hawking found out about it, and uh, he's said to have been flattered, as it's a modern-day equivalent of Spitting Image, the old 80s puppet TV satire in the UK. And Stephen Hawking always has had a sense of humor. He appeared as himself, as a hologram on Star Trek The Next Generation Playing poker with Data He also appeared as himself on Big Bang Theory And uh, apparently recently he touted that he would make an excellent James Bond villain Based on his cunning mind And the wheelchair and all that And if you're not familiar with Stephen Hawking as a perception Most of the time we associate him with a robotic voice Since he is uh, suffering from a uh, ALS degenerative nerve disease And uh, someone had actually manufactured a lip-based typing tool for him. So he can use that for his speeches and then for all the writing of his books that way. And I think sometimes he went to Waterloo to talk at the Perimeter Institute there. Anyways, in the background here, this is Johan Johansson with uh, IBM 1401 Processing Unit. One of the tracks off of IBM 1401, a user's manual, 2006 album. Written in tribute for Johansson's dad, who used to sell that, and Johansson began composing uh, for theater, and transitioned to film quite naturally. And they think he did some Icelandic score starting in 1999. At the same time as he founded something called the Apparat Oregon Quartet, an act I've definitely played f- before, and he's been involved with scoring experimental video art projects, and uh, he's been dubbed an intrepid musical enigma working with elegant and haunting melancholic music, incorporating minimalism, film music, Baroque music, and drone elements with classical orchestration and electronic music. And he provided the score to the film, The Theory of Everything. Directed by James Marsh, adapted by Anthony McCartan from the memoir Traveling to Infinity, My Life with Stephen, since technically... The adaptation is based on Stephen Hawking's first wife, Jane Hawking, but itself has a little bit of an interesting history that way. The film had its premiered at the 2014 Toronto National Film Festival, received four Golden Globe Award nominations, winning the Golden Globe for Best Actor, uh, Eddie Redmayne playing Stephen Hawking, and then Best Original Score. So it is one of five scores up for an Oscars. And here on Exploding Head Movies, we will eventually profile the remaining four. But Johansson's score to The Theory of Everything uh, features what some people describe as a signature blend of acoustic instruments and electronics. And Johansson has commented that it always involves layers of live recordings, whether it's an orchestra or a band or a solo instrument, with electronics and more soundscape elements, which can come from various sources. So... We will dip now into the score for The Theory of Everything by Johan Johansson. And we'll start off when Stephen Hawking met Jane Wilde at university. So this is Cambridge 1963. And uh, we'll see how far we get with all the selections here. So from the Oscar-nominated score for The Theory of Everything, we heard Johan Johansson. First off with the upbeat short piece, Cambridge 1963. Then we heard the sweeping string waltz that was The Wedding. Then we had some long minimalist piece there called A time Singularity before we had some piano guitar there with the forces of attraction. Then we had uh, the piano guitar slowed down and include some strings for a brief, brief history of time. And then we heard the main theme just by itself there the title track to the theory of everything now originally jane wild hawking had published her memoir in 1999 and called it music to move the stars a life with stephen in the wake of her then recent separation and divorce from stephen as he ended up marrying his primary caregiver and nurse however upon the subsequent divorce between that nurse and stephen he reconnected with jane their three children her new husband and stephen's old friend jonathan jones and the autobiography was revised in 2009 as Traveling to Infinity and the screenwriter Anthony McCartan took 10 years to try to bring the story to the screen and he begged Jane Wild Hawking to make a film adaptation and that took three years itself too otherwise Stephen Hawking uh, indicated the film was broadly true he actually provided his copyrighted voice for the final parts of the film and he included some props for the film as well including a medal, and then assigned a thesis as well too. And the actor Eddie Redmayne met with Stephen Hawking only once before to get an indication of how to perform. But in that case, he decided to uh, lose some weight and study with a dancer to learn how to contort his body as though he had A-L-S. Now, The Theory of Everything is up for four additional Oscars along with original score. It's best motion picture of the year. Eddie Redmayne as best actor in leading role. Felicity Jones as Jane Wild Hawking Best Actress in the Leading Role And then Best Adapted Screenplay By Anthony McCartan Otherwise for Johansson uh, Some of his recent projects include uh, Last Year's Prisoners as directed by Montreal Director Denis Villeneuve and Starring Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman He also did the drama I Am Here with Kim Basinger But next up he is currently working on the crime Drama Sicario And that is due later this year Meanwhile, the score to The Theory of Everything was just released on a vinyl a few weeks ago. Although it's been on iTunes for a while already. Which is where I found it. So that's going to be it for Exploding Hit Movies this week. Coming up at 9 o'clock, it is The Jazz Show with Gavin Walker. And he'll take you to midnight afterwards. I'm not sure which show is after his anymore. Perhaps he will close our Monday broadcast day. And in the background here, oh, otherwise, before I forget, this, is more Johan Johansson. All this comes from his 2008 album, Fordlandia. Which deals with the idyllic town that Henry Ford had made after he became a successful car manufacturer. This track is called The Rocket Builder. I. O. Pan. Anyways, if you missed any of this week's podcast, or at least the episode is available as a podcast via www.citr.ca. You can search iTunes for all of CITR's fine programming, and exploding head movies should be one of the top results. The podcast always gets updated first. Although at that point, I try to make sure there's no silent gaps in there. So actually, I think I have to fix last week's episode. As I recall, there's a, something missing there. I didn't advise the technical team about it. But if you have any questions, I am active on Twitter at 100air. And Exploding Hit Movies is also on Facebook, Tumblr, and Google+, although I haven't logged on to that in a while. But you can email me anytime, RadioFreeGack at gmail.com. So next week will be part two of our Oscar profile. Along with one of the nominated songs, plus one that should have been, or could have been considered, we'll look at Hans Zimmer's music for Christopher Nolan's recent film, Interstellar. It's up for four technical awards, but no any major ones. And we'll touch upon some of the oddities with the soundtrack release, because the audio doesn't necessarily match what was on the film, and uh, it's, uh, there's some raging amongst the film score geeks, but if you haven't seen the film, super intense, rooted very much in some of the same space theories that Mr. or Professor Hawking is interested in. Then in the following weeks, we'll listen to two separate Alexander Desplat scores, The Imitation Game, which Gavin and I were just talking about, and then one we profiled back in March last year, The Grand Budapest Hotel, before we end up with Gary Yoshron's music for Mr. Turner. Three British biopics. Interesting. That way. And as we'll close with one British act, one of Underworld's early tracks, well after their initial phase as a quirky pop act. And Underworld Mark II... A trio of electronic musicians, and we probably best know them for their work in Train Spotting, Born Slippy. But uh, this song was sort of the first indication that something had changed. So, off of 1994's Dub No Base with my headman, and actually one of the chants of the song became the name of their live album, Everything Everything. This is Underworld with Cowgirl. Why don't you call me? I feel like flying into. And you've been listening to Exploding Head Movies here on 101.9 FM CITR Vancouver. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day.
3: You are listening to CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer www.citr.ca. Stay tuned now for The Jazz Show with Gavin Walker coming right up right now.